Welcome to the Spiritual Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Pinkley. Let's begin. Episode 38, Emotional Integration for Panic and Anxiety Attacks. So I'm not sure how many of you know or are aware, been following me long enough. I take a lot for granted because over on my TikTok, I've got over 74,000 followers now and I've put out uh, close to 1,030 videos or more than that actually. And a lot of people have been following me for so long that I take I, I mistakenly take things for granted because the podcast is really a separate uh, you know media piece in that it's reaching a lot of people who, who don't want anything to do with social media. And I, and I don't blame anybody. If your instincts are to stay away from social media during these times, then, then you're, you know, it's probably, you know, your inner guidance system leading you in the right direction because social media can be an insane distraction and it can, you know, it can definitely, you know, pull you into vibrational sinkholes when you're, you know, you're trying to focus on your spiritual awakening and, and your ascension fast track, right? So, but my point is that I, I take things for granted. I take, I would take it for granted that you already understand emotional integration or how important it is when the reality is this is you could be tuning in for your very first time. So the first thing I'll, I'll you know, I'm going to say is emotional integration is basically the ultimate fast track for healing most things uh, that you have going on because most illnesses are caused by emotional blockages and most emotional blockages are deeply held suppressed emotional charges. And emotional integration is the fast track for accessing, triggering, and accessing, or I should say accessing and triggering your deeply held suppressed emotions and allowing them out of the body. We call that integration. Because every time you access one of those deeply held suppressed emotions and you allow it out of the body, you're actually allowing the body to express itself and in so doing, you reform a new larger neural network. Because after it's gone, your brain will send out, will fire a signal to go and see if you still have a charge to this thing or whatever, and it won't be there. And you spontaneously form a new neural network, thus reclaiming a part of your psyche. It might seem complicated, or maybe maybe it doesn't, uh, but it's it all happens spontaneously and naturally if you have when, when you have an emotional integration, when you have an authentic emotional integration. So simply put, emotional integration is the profound act of deeply surrendering. And a lot of people, you know, they're, well, what does that mean to surrender? Uh, it means when you, in the face of your fear or anxiety or depression or sadness or grief, you relax all the muscles in your body so there is zero resistance anywhere in your body. To the point where you allow these emotions to come up, you know, and then, and of course there are, you know, the, the kind of a lot of people, you know, found spirituality. They, the fir their first stop at spirituality was law of attraction. So they're running around pet petrified to have a negative thought. And this is the worst thing for you because your ascension fast track is actually the process of surrendering and feeling all these deeply held suppressed emotions and getting them out of your body permanently and ascending. Right. If I was, if I was, you know, if I wanted to go down a rabbit hole here, I'd almost say that, although, you know, so much good has come from the law of attraction, I would almost say that it was put there to stymie people from their ascension because it has so people so petrified of feeling negative thoughts and emotions 
you know, that it just, it will, it thwarts your ability to ascend because you have to get that stuff out of your body to ascend. That's a, that's a bottom line. Anyway, uh, so though, you know, uh, I'm also aware that there are some people that might be tuning into this podcast who aren't into the, the spiritual facets of it. Either way, it's a deeply spiritual exercise in the act of healing the emotional body is a deeply, because when you really heal it by releasing all your suppressed, deeply held suppressed emotions, it changes you forever and you gain, you're going to gain greater spiritual insight as you do this work. So like it or not, you're going to become more spiritual from doing the work. Even if you're somebody who's just desperate for a way to heal it and you're, you have zero interest in spirituality, it's going to happen. So, but that's okay. All right. Just let it be okay. So emotional integration is the profound act of surrendering so deeply that you allow the body to express itself. You surrender so deeply to your depression or your, your fear or your anxiety that you allow that trauma, that suppressed trauma, whatever it is, that suppressed fear that's trying to surface, you allow it to surface and, in the, and allow the body to express itself. And, you, and it, what it does is it starts burning through you. That's what the ancient monks, the ancient uh, Himalayan monks would refer to as burning through your karma. And you see them just sitting there. This is thousands and thousands of years ago, but it's been an entire incarnation just sitting. And if you were able to watch that, which you know, no outsiders were really able to do that, but you'd see these monks sitting there you know, uh, for 16 hours a day, and suddenly they'd break out into tears and crying, and then it would just go away. And the, the entire time, they've got this serene sort of face Unless that you know, unless the the grief was so deep that their body you know needed to you know contort or whatever, uh, you know their face whatever. But then they would turn to that serene posture. You know they do not. They, in other words, you're not identifying with it. You're allowing the body to express itself. You're getting out of the way, uh, getting the mind out of the way of the body. Right. So so how do you do this exercise? Well, I mean you. For somebody who's who's battling with panic and anxiety attacks, uh, it's not as easy um, as it is for people that are just want to get out depression and grief. I mean, you know, depression and grief are debilitating too, so I'm not being dismissive to that. But it's easier; they're they're more accessible. Whereas the person who's dealing with panic and anxiety attacks, they may be on meds, they might be have developed all these coping coping mechanisms to try to just take their life back or live their life. And for a lot of people with panic and anxiety attack issues. You know, it's almost like you're measuring the time between these things. You know, you're trying to live your life between these. They, they rule your life. So I feel you. I understand. I mean, I've dealt with it before myself. So I've dealt with a lot in this incarnation, which is why I'm able to teach and discuss a lot. So, you know, a normal emotional integration session um, usually is, you know, can be, you know, as short as 10 minutes, you know, as long as 30 minutes. For somebody who's dealing with extreme panic and anxiety, I recommend as little as two minutes to five minutes. In other words, you, you just start chipping away at it, right? And then that way you're not also worried about succumbing to, you know, an, an, a panic attack or an anxiety attack. The other thing is that you'll have to wean off meds if you're on meds, because meds keep you from being able to feel and if you can't feel, you can't integrate. So you'll have to, you know, and I always recommend my 24-week plan. Six each six weeks, you wean down by 25%. Whilst all the all the during the entire process, you're also doing emotional integration. So you're not like just becoming, you know, you're starting to 
fall into fear and panic and anxiety again, but you're actually doing the work to integrate it, right? So, you know, so then you would sit with it and you could verbalize it too, mentalize a little bit to help you to access it, right? Could I allow myself to welcome this fear, this anxiety, or if it's if it's more associated with a person, place, or thing, this this person or this place or this thing, could I allow this X, Y, Z to come up to the surface and be here with me as best as I can? Could I allow myself to fully feel this X, Y, Z? Could I well could I could I welcome it? Could I allow it to be here even more strongly? And then just sit with that for two to three minutes. You can use your phone and time it so that you're not. So you can close your eyes and if the panic and the anxiety is really bad, you know, put your timer on two or three minutes so you know that you'll get the, you, 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 you'll come out of it in two to three minutes, right? You'll, you, you, then that way you have some sense semblance of control over it. So you know, you're not just going to get, you're going to get swallowed up by your panic attack and messed up, you know, and then you're going to, you know, be feel like you're fighting for your life or whatever, you know, terrible thing that it brings on for you. So and you do that and you chip away and chip away at it and you you know and each time if you can go a little bit you know maybe you maybe you can only do 2 minutes on day 1 okay and then maybe maybe 2 minutes is just good for the first 5 days right so you if it's extreme then you might just do 2 to 3 minutes once a day in the morning for 5 days straight you just chip away at it a little bit it's more uh, beneficial for you exponentially more beneficial for you to be in it for the long haul and just chip away at it than to try to go for it, succumb to a panic attack and say, I'm never doing that again, right? And if you're on the ascension fast track, if you're on the ascension path, vibrational acceleration is gonna push this emotional density to the surface, you know, inevitably. So eventually you'll have to get off the meds, wean off the meds, and you'll have to start doing the work. There's, there's no way around it. Um, so, you know, it's so much better to go willingly than to get dragged through this thing, right? So, anyways, so you chip away at it. The other thing for people who have extreme anxiety and panic attacks, um, so it's kind of, you know, it's kind of have to be a two-pronged approach. I mean, for somebody who's had it for, for their entire life, they, there's not, you know, they already know all the coping mechanisms and everything. This, you know, the emotional integration might be the one thing that's new, right? But for other people who have been dealing with it for only a year or two or maybe three years, you also have to, you have to do it. You have to, you have to, you have to wage this war on two fronts. First is the emotional integration, the surrendering and feeling over and over again, even if just chipping away at it a little bit and weaning off the meds, right? Slowly but surely. And the other, the second part of this is going to be, um, you know, starting to face physically face the fear too. moving back into your life. If you if you're one of those people who it's got so extreme that it's got you boxed into a corner. So you're not out there living your life, but you're you know, you've just slowly but surely been pushed in this little corner where you're just barely functioning. You're just getting through the day. So it depends on where you're at. You know, I think a lot of people are going to be kind of in the median, but there's definitely going to be some people that hear this or that are in that extreme range where you've, you know, the fear was, it was so terrible and the panic attacks were so bad that, you know, it might even physiologically affected you in some sort of a way, right? I mean, it's, it's very real Physi physiologically, you, the, you know, it can affect your heart rate. It can affect your, um, 
your your body temperature, your ability to talk and to act and to think and and even you know even your digestive tract it can do all kinds of stuff to you. So, you know, you have to start you know stay you know at some point you have to start getting back out there. And start living your life again, you know, wading into it. You don't have to do it all at once. Just a little, just baby steps is the way to go. I mean, it's from, from, uh, what about, uh, what about Bob? Is it with Richard Dreyfus and Bill Murray? Um, but, but it's really true. The baby steps thing is really, really true, actually. So for those people at the extreme who've just kind of like their lives got boxed into a corner, you know, you're going to, it's, it's maybe it's three parts. If you're on, if you're on a pretty high dosage of, of meds, it could be one starting in the emotional integration every day. And you, you know, being, if you're on a lot of meds then it might be that nothing really happens because you can't feel the meds have you so numb. They say this suppressed your emotional body, right? Um, but you're going to start that. Then the second thing would be to start weaning down the meds, you know, and, and, uh, you can use my model, the four, six week program, the 24 weeks where each six weeks you'd wean off 25%. As long as you're doing the emotional integration, it'd be foolish to wean off and then not start, pro start processing that as you weaned off. And then, you know, you'd probably just become a wreck and you'd have to go back on again. Right. So the point is that you're going to, you're going to feel. Uh, and then the third part would be starting to take those baby steps where you're, you're, you know, you're moving back in your life. And, and you know, for some people, I mean, I've had clients like this where multiple clients now where just going outside and walking around the block once a day was the first step. But upon that step, you know, they were able to build and eventually, you know, do things, go out to the mall again. Not that I'm a huge fan of shopping the mall, but you know what I mean. Just go to the bookstore. Not that you can go to many bookstores right now, <laughs> but all my examples are I'm just shooting myself in the foot with a bunch of things that don't even exist hardly anymore. But you know what I mean. Go to the gym or you know, go 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 to you know the corner store and and you know get buy something for the first time in months or whatever it is. Right? So those are the three kind of things, you know. Um, starting the emotional integration practice, starting to wean off the meds, and then physically also walking into and reclaiming your life a little bit at a time. There's nothing easy about this for people who have extreme panic and anxiety. There's nothing easy about it. It's, it's brutally hard and difficult to do. Suppressed fear manifesting as anxiety and, and potential anxiety attacks is... Oh my God, you know, it's brutal. Um, but these, these, this is a process by which you reclaim your life. And I'll tell you, if you, once you fully integrate, fully feel the fear and the anxiety and you burn through it, you're done forever. You're done forever. There is a point at which you get, you don't have to have coping, coping mechanisms for the rest of your life. You can be done with this. That's the whole point of emotional integration, right? And it's a more important now more than ever because emotional integration is the key to fast tracking your ascension process. Um, and it's all tied together. You know, this stuff is coming up for so many people now because the momentum of vibrational acceleration is pushing emotional density to the surface. It's got to be integrated, released, um, or it will manifest in, in more and more adverse ways. So anyway, I hope this helps. Um, if you're interested in doing emotional integration sessions one-on-one, -on -one, you can always contact me. 
at ChristopherPinkley.com. In the meantime, take good care and we'll talk to you soon.